Hey y'all, I'm Maya. And I'm Mila. Welcome to the Twin Co. We're twin besties out here living and adulting in these ATL streets. Hey guys, what's up? Hey y'all, we missed you. We're back. Yay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're black. And it's Black <laughs> History Month. Yeah. So yeah. we took a little breaky break, you know what I'm saying? But we're back in full effect. And we're excited to get back to recording these episodes for y'all yep and guess what y'all it's season two season two of the twin coat so welcome welcome and if you're new here i'm mila and i'm maya nice to meet you <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the twin coat so what have we been up to hmm, a lot um let, i could start out with um i dropped a baby you know what i'm saying burr, 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 burr. <laughs> As you can see, we're still doing our <laughs> own sound effects. <laughs> that okay. hasn't changed yet. Don't judge us. Um, but yeah, so the newest addition to the familia is Mercy. Mercy. Mercy Adele. And I'm so excited. I'm officially a mom of two, two Aww. girls. Um, and I'm almost through my fourth trimester. And I'm pretty, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Everybody don't know what that is. What, your fourth trimester? Yeah, I promise you everybody don't know or haven't really heard of that. Oh, okay. Well, the fourth trimester is after the third trimester <laughs> of pregnancy. But the fourth is like the postpartum period, the first three months after you have a baby. There you go. Because you're going through all the things, all mm -hmm. the body changes, hormones, recovery, adjusting. Um, adjusting to having a newborn. It's a lot. So, um... Yeah, so that's the fourth trimester, but I'm almost, I'm almost there. I'm almost done, um, and the time's gone so fast. But um, so Mercy, Mercy Adele was born on November 21st, and that was just a few days before Thanksgiving. And she is just the cutest, sweetest baby. She's just the perfect addition to the family. We're so excited to have her. She is super cute and sweet. She's very sweet and chill. Really chill, which I had a feeling she was going to be. So I'm not that surprised. Um, but it's really cool to see. She just be looking at her sister like this crazy girl. <laughs> what did y'all get me into? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really clear that her and Ari have two different personalities. Mm -hmm. You know, they're totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Mercy gets a kick out of Ari, though, because she just be looking at her like... She's entertained. It's <laughs> cute. So thank everyone. Oh, gosh. I want to thank everyone <laughs> for sending their congratulations and all of that. Um, I felt the love. So thank you very much. And um, a lot of people commented on how they really like her name. So Tuan um, and I picked her name. Oh, I'm sorry. We picked our kids' names to start with our initials. Mm -hmm. So... His name is Antoine, not Twan. So Antoine starts with an A. Maya starts with an M. Ari's name is Ari Milan. So that's the initials A-M. So I wanted our second child's name to start with the M in the middle initial with the A. I didn't even realize. Okay, I realized the M part, but not the A part for mercy. For real? Yeah, I'm slow. All right, anyway. Yeah, so the first and middle names. A, have our initials and then so it was really hard looking for an M name uh for a girl for me I mean there was a lot of names obviously but 
it was really hard to be like uh, just to find one, one that, that really stuck. That stuck, yeah. yeah one that yeah. you really felt like fit you, you know, your family. Right. So after going back and forth on a few different names, um, we came up with the name Mercy, which was it has a very special meaning for a few different reasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first of all, it's spelled M E R C I. Um, so merci, merci, merci. I don't speak French, but it makes me want to. <laughs> I know. I think everybody tries to say it like merci. that. <laughs> Even Ari kind of says it. Like she does. That. She actually she says, says it, it cute. really cute. Yeah. Um, so mercy means thank you and compassion in French. Um, and before I knew I was pregnant with her, um, I was dealing with some health issues as, as I've mentioned before on the show. And my prayer at that time was that no matter what the outcome was of my MRIs and labs and all that, that God would still bless me with another baby because that was a really big concern Mm -hmm. um, while I was going through all those different things is would that affect me having another baby. Right. Um, So God answered my prayer. Um, Thank you. Thank you, God. Um, And so because of that, I say thank you. Merci. Right. Um, that's cute so (laughs) and of course uh we ask god for mercy m-e-r-c-y all the time Mm -hmm. so i just think her name it has a few different meanings and it's it's special to us um for that reason and then adele is actually twan's great grandmother's name and it means god is eternal that's such a like classic just beautiful name adele yeah, Mercy and Adele is so pretty together too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, um, this time your second delivery was mm-hmm. a lot different. Um, this it was a lot different with Mercy than it was with Ari. Way different. I know because I was there <laughs> for both. <laughs> right. So, um, tell us a little bit about your delivery experience with Mercy. Okay, yeah. So this time, I think it was just a lot less stressful and a lot more smooth Mm -hmm. because, um, like, I knew what was going to happen, basically. It was was chaos with Ari. It really was. Um, This time, it was a scheduled C-section. I knew what date it was going to be. Also, side note on the date, Mm -hmm. she was born on November 21st, which is our cousin, Arsenio, who passed away. Um, R.I.P. Yes. It was, that's his birthday. So when my doctor picked that day for her C-section, I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's so that's so dope. It's, that just makes it even more special yeah, um, for, sure. for our family. So um, I, I knew when it was going to be. And um, so this time I actually uh, had her at the same hospital that I had Ari, Northside Hospital, if you're in the Atlanta area. And... This time, I noticed a lot of improvements in the procedures and the staff. Um, the nurses were a lot more attentive. I was being heard, which is a huge thing because that was not happening the first time. Definitely. My doctor um, in the hospital called me a few days after I was released to see how I was doing, to see if I had any questions. They didn't do that with Ari? No. Bruh. No. They oh wanted gosh. to make sure, you know... I'm doing what I need to do for my aftercare, you know, taking care of myself once I'm home. Um, The first time the hospital sent me home without pretty much telling me what I need to do to take care of myself. (laughs) It was like I had to say something like, um, is somebody going to let me know? Like, what am I doing? Like, (laughs) 
don't know what I'm doing. That says a lot. And I'm heavily drugged. Okay. Exactly. I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, help me out. Mm-mm. I had to like pretty much demand for a nurse or a doctor. Not my doctor. My doctor wasn't there when I got released, but um I had to demand for a doctor to come talk to me because I'm like I got all these stitches and bandages and heck? all this medication and I can barely move. Like, what am I supposed to be doing once I get home? That's that that can't they be just send a me part off. of protocol. Like, there's no way. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. So this time before I was released, a nurse went down a list of things to look out for um, and what to do if I experienced any of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think the hospital must have listened to the patient's concerns and made the necessary changes um, compared to t- 2018 when I had Ari. Because mm-hmm. um, I I was uh, aware of a lot of complaints that right. people made. Like, this is supposed to be the best hospital in the Southeast to deliver babies. They actually delivered the most babies in the country mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the service was just declining significantly. And it was like, it's supposed to be the best. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So I think they really have been listening and they made the appropriate changes. So thank God for that. I would <laughs> think, too, that just the subject of, you know, uh, really black maternity or what is it called? Mora- morality. What the, the heck is the word? <laughs> you know, the rates are high. Um, the maternity. Yeah, the death rate for... <laughs> Why can't we say the word? <laughs> Anyways, um, I would think that because nationally, that's been a huge topic the last few years. Exactly. Um, Not even just with black women, but in general, like just women's health in general hasn't been... It's not up to par in this country. It's just At not. all. So maybe like the combination of the complaints that they were getting as well as just kind of like the you know, acknowledgement of that topic being a hot topic, Mm -hmm. you know, in the country the last few years, like maybe that all contributed to them just doing way better this time. Probably. I'm guessing it it probably has. They probably got a lot of negative attention. They had to fix that real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as the delivery, uh, the fact that it was scheduled and it was scheduled first thing in the morning on the surgery day, the vibe was completely different in the operating room. Um, because everyone was starting their, their, their shifts. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the staff seemed well rested. They were in a good mood. They were asking each other, like, what's your Thanksgiving plans and all that. It was just like very positive energy mm-hmm. compared to when I had Ari, that was like an emergency C-section at 945 at night. Um, so that was like the end of their, what, mm-hmm. 24 hour shift or something like that. Right. Um, and there were also several other C-sections happening like back to back. It was just chaotic. Like the whole, the whole thing was chaotic. Yeah. Um, so the first time I felt really, really vulnerable, um, cause I'd never been through it before mm-hmm. also. So I was really green in a lot of ways. Um, and a lot of things happened that shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. But this time I knew that I had to advocate for myself. And of course, being black, a black woman um, alone, giving birth is already high risk due to the black maternity death rate, you know, mm-hmm. being so high. Um, I knew I had to make sure that my feelings and concerns were known and heard. That was priority. Yeah, for so sure. also for any women who uh, 
are about to have a baby, who know someone who's going to have a baby, just make sure that you and your support person advocates for you because it's so important. For sure. Got to have that support. Right. I wonder, too, if like because with Ari, you had a completely different staff. You went from a labor delivery staff Mm -hmm. in your delivery room Mm -hmm. to the um, C-section, like, you know, operating surgery. Yeah. So that probably contributed Mm -hmm. as well as far as like just the experience. Definitely. You know, night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And of course, you were the first person um, to meet Mercy um, because due to COVID, we were only allowed to have one visitor and it had to be the same person the entire stay, which was kind of crazy because a lot of the other hospitals have lifted a lot of that. I know. Um, but they haven't for whatever reason. So they were really, really Well, no, strict. Tuan was the first person. Then me. Okay, besides him, <laughs> you were the first person. Yeah. Um, But it was nice to see you while I was in the hospital, of course. Yeah, of course. I had yeah. to be there. I'm so happy you were. But the other difference I would say um, this time is the support. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mother-in-law came down from Kentucky and she stayed at our house with Ari while we were in the hospital. Um, so that was really helpful. Um, and I'm really, we're, you know, we're both very grateful that she was able to do that. And of course, I have my parents here now, which was a huge help um, because Tan had to pretty much get right back to work right after we got out of the hospital, like after Thanksgiving and everything. Mm-hmm. So I had her on a Monday. Thanksgiving was on Thursday. We got released Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, so right after Thanksgiving, he had to go back to work. Um, and I had like appointments and, and Ari had school drop-offs, pickups, all that stuff. My parents helped me out. They helped out a lot because um, I couldn't drive for a while. After mm-hmm. having a C-section, you can't drive um, for a minute. So they all rallied together and um, pretty much all just, took a role like I'll pick her up I'll drop her off I'll take you to this appointment whatever the case um and my sister Melena as well um was a big help so I would say because of them I'm not suffering from postpartum depression this time around which is priceless Mm -hmm. um because that was an issue after I had Ari so I'm really grateful for that so the support has been bomb and I'm super grateful for it yeah it's like I can't now I can't even picture them not being here. I know. It's it's so different. It really is. So yeah, that's just kind of the gist of what has been happening around here. And of course, adjusting to being a mom of two. Mm-hmm. That's also um been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though. Like I'm still trying to get used to saying like the girls or the kids. Shoot, me too. Or, yeah, like even hearing other people say it, that's really taking some time to get used to. Yeah, because for us, the girls were always like our other nieces, Mm -hmm. uh, Naomi and Zariah. Those were always the girls because it was them. And then it's Ari, who was just her by herself. And then after that, we have all nephews. Exactly. Yeah, that's been. (laughs) Or us. The four of us growing up. Right. We were the girls. Everybody called us the girls. Yeah, because we don't have brothers. Yeah. But yeah. That, that is, <laughs> it, it's weird. It's almost like when people say it, it's almost like, you talking to me? Like, right. It feels weird. I don't know. <laughs> but um, little Miss Ari, she did not adjust well at first um, to having a sister. I mean, she was excited naturally like yeah. for her to come home and everything. 
But of course, she went through like her jealousy. Yeah, I think she realized real quick, like it ain't all about (laughs) you no more, Miss Ari. Exactly. So that was that was kind of hard to get through. And we're still working through it. But I think she's doing way better now. Yeah, I can see a difference. Because before she would say stuff like, you guys only love mercy. You guys don't love me anymore. Now, if you know Ari, like really know her, she's very dramatic. Yeah. Like she needs to be an actress. Very extra. She needs to be act. She could cry like on the on the spot. In the next second, she's like jumping and laughing, and it's just exactly. like, huh? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> but yeah, she's very dramatic. But I'm not. You know, her feelings are valid. You know what I'm saying? I, I know she was feeling away. Yeah. Um. So you know. With this whole situation, I had to pull out our cheat code and T-W-I-N it out, which is twin it out, you know what I'm saying, and get Ari all the way together. So this season, we're introducing our cheat code. So whenever there's like a problem or an issue that we're trying to resolve, we follow these acronyms, T-W-I-N, which is twin it out. T stands for talk through it. W stands for what are the facts? I stands for implement a plan of action and N stands for navigate through the through your solution. So while I'm trying to twin it out with Ari, first thing we need to do is what? Talk through it. Mm -hmm. So I had to see how Ari was feeling about having a little sister and how it's making her feel. So I just let her talk, you know, or whatever. So we're talking through it. W, what are the facts? The facts are that we have a baby in the house now. So all the attention will not only be on Ari anymore. So that's the fact. Mm -hmm. So then I, we had to implement a plan. The plan is to make Ari feel special. We want her to feel loved and needed while we're adjusting to having a new addition in the family. And then N, navigate through your solution. Here's some things we're doing here to help Ari navigate through this change. So here's um, just a few suggestions or steps that we're taking, mm-hmm. but you can use it as suggestions if you're also trying to right. If you adjust. can relate and you you know right you need some help. <laughs> so we tell her we love her often. So letting her know we love her um, makes her realize that she's still special to us and that our love is just being spread between her and her sister now. Mm-hmm. Um, let her help. So we're letting Ari help by bringing diapers and helping during bath times. Uh, and it's making her feel like she's needed and she's important because I call her like my little helper and she likes to help her mommy. She does a good job. Yeah, she really does. Mm -hmm. And the third thing is we do things with her alone. So this is actually something that a few people have suggested to me before we had her, like, make sure you guys do some stuff with just her. Okay. After the baby comes. Mm -hmm. Very important when it comes to like the older sibling versus the younger sibling. And of course, when Mercy gets older, we'll do the same thing with her. Right. But um, Twan's been really good about bringing her along with him when he has to run errands or go to the mall or something like that. Just having that one-on-one time with her is really important in making sure that the relationship stays strong even through these transitions. So, um, and you know, he'll do stuff like get her a treat mm-hmm. or something while they're out or, you know, mm-hmm. get her a new outfit or just something where she feels special. So when she's coming home, she's excited to tell me what they just did. Exactly. Yeah. And as, you know, TT, um, I've made sure too that I, you know, had a little bit one-on-one time with Ari when you were pregnant mm-hmm. um, and after Mercy. And, it, you know, because it's like, 
I even, you know, I can see the changes in her. I don't want her to think everybody forgot about her. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, there is pretty a pretty, not a huge age gap, but it's an age gap, mm-hmm. you know, between Definitely. her and Mercy. Um, like they're not gonna just start playing together right away. Exactly. Ari's definitely the big sister. De- yes. Yeah. Exactly. So it is definitely important to make sure that she still gets her Ari time. I want to say one thing real quick. Thank you to everyone, including you, um, who did something for her before the baby came. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, um, when they sent like a gift for the baby, they also sent something for Ari as well oh, yeah, to yeah. make her feel special. Mm-hmm. So I I just want to shout those people out. Thank you for thinking of her because that was really sweet. That is sweet for sure. Yeah. Well, that was a good discussion. And, you know, I know it's something that a lot of parents can relate to transitioning from one to two or even three kids. Mm-hmm. You know, some, sometimes people got their multiples the second time around. <laughs> Um, so listeners, please share some ideas and things that worked for you during your transition, um, from one to two kids and also, hear it. yeah, let us know and also share what your biggest challenges were. Mm-hmm. We would love to hear from you guys. Hit us up on Instagram or TikTok at the twin coat. Please do. So now it's time for tea time. So today during tea time. I just think we should talk about the fact that it is a new year. Happy 2023, y'all. 2023. We already like chugging through it. We're in it. going fast. Yeah, it's going really fast already. And you know, like I always feel like my new year doesn't really get started until like end of February, into March. Me too. January is always a month where I'm just kind of like writing out my, well, (laughs) don't get me wrong. January is usually very busy, but with that being said, I'm starting to really like kind of map out how I want my year to be, uh, write down some of my goals and intentions for the year. But I don't really start to execute that stuff until like February, March. Me too, because we had this revolu- revelation like a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Because like spring, it makes more sense. There's there's more to it, but spring in general, brings in the new renewal. Yeah, like you know, winter's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of hard to kind of try to make plans for a new year and a fresh start when everything's still dead exactly so in spring that's when things are blooming mm-hmm. things are you know coming back to life and yep coming alive so that's yeah. like a, na- a natural progression to be like okay it's about to be spring let me spring forward and exactly. like exactly get all of my ideas and goals and plans out for the I year i feel like that's really the natural way that yeah. things should go anyway mm-hmm. um so Let's talk about some of our intentions for 2023. Um, I have a few. Let's hear them. I have a few. So um, one is waking up earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, okay, listen, I'd be tired, man. I, I go to sleep late. So that's part of it. I need to stop going to bed so late so that I can wake up earlier. Mm-hmm. And not only wake up earlier, but I want to give myself like a couple hours before I even have to start working. Mm-hmm. My work starts at eight o'clock um, so that I can get some stuff done before work instead of getting up and like kind of rushing to get ready to start mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. I want to get up slowly <laughs> and kind of take my time and get some things done before work. Right. So that's one of my intentions. Um, with that being said, I want to add more morning workouts because the way that I've been doing my routine all these years, like 
it changes it fluctuates but i i think i like doing morning workouts better than evening i think it's work. a good way to start your day i do too so that's something else i want to change mm-hmm. um also i want to switch up my breakfast and dinner routine mm-hmm. i want more dates with friends mm-hmm. more friend dates uh i don't i don't think i did a good job of that last year yeah me either yeah so this year i'm gonna do better okay friends you hear that i'm gonna do better <laughs> we gonna make some time we gonna make it work um i want more spontaneous adventures this year so what i mean by that <laughs> is when i was blogging I feel like I was always doing fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Me too. And a lot of thought that lot of, I miss about blogging. Me too. Me too. A lot of it was um, wasn't like super planned out. It just like be something I run into or found out about last minute and did it. I want more of that. Like I miss that type of stuff. Um, and that can be like going to an art show, going to the museum, going to you know just like kind of random events happening. Um, I let a lot of stuff just kind of fly by. Like, it's like, I know about all this stuff, but I ain't doing it though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I want to do more this year, more fun things. Yeah. Um, I want to go on some day trips. Um, that's, that's something else I did. I feel like more of when I was blogging. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last thing is I want to learn new skills. And with that, I mean, um, certifications, take some courses, um, do some things to kind of like better myself and even my career. I'm here for that. Yeah. That's so. what's up. Yeah. What Those about you, Maya? Um, so boom, I want to um, start food prepping mm-hmm. like consistently at least four to five days a week. Cause I need to figure out ways to like save myself time. When like, you that's say a four to five, thing. you mean like food prep for four to five days or you no, yeah, like every day. Pre- no, no, food prep for four to five days. Oh, okay, during the week, meaning I might eat out one of the days during the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm prepping to eat at home for four or five days Got during it. the week. That's what I do. Um, and then I want to work out three days a week. Okay, so I used to kind of work out before, like. Yeah, anyways, um, my relationship with working out has been really uh, complicated. Before Ari, we did a lot of working oh, man. out together. I was so in shape. I was, man, those were the days. But yeah, it has been real turbulent for a while. We've been like, you know, in a toxic relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> but we're about to get it, get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to work out at least three days a week. Okay. Um, I want to start a new skin routine. Oh, me too. A new skincare routine. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to take vitamins because I'm not consistent with that. I'm not going to lie. And mm-hmm. I want to take some different ones that I like some new ones I've never tried before. Mm-hmm. I need to get more sleep and rest. And I want to go on more date nights. Mm-hmm. More time with friends, like you said. Yes. And um, like step out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be outside. Not like that, but like a little bit. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Not like that. I mean, obviously, but I mean like more than now. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I have the support. Exactly. Like I even want us to do more stuff together, like with and without, with the guys, without the guys, like sister stuff, Mm -hmm. 
friends stuff, and sister stuff together, couple stuff, you know, like all the things. Yeah. A variety of the things. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my intentions. Um, and also, um, excelling in my career. Mm-hmm. I'll add that too. Cause I'm getting ready to start a new role when I go back to work, which is like right here, it's coming. Um, and I just want to do well in it. So that's pretty much the gist. Those are my intentions. I like it. Yeah. So let's do this 2023. We hope y'all have a dope year. I think um, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. It is because we're claiming it. Yeah, definitely. So let's um, keep being great. You know what I'm saying? Keep uh, striving, thriving. Mm-hmm. Drink your water. <laughs> <laughs> All the good things. Um, but yeah, that's it for this this week's episode thank you for listening um make sure you rate and subscribe to our channel or on whatever platform you're listening to it on and um of course don't forget you're super dope and gifted bye bye